0: from the ESPN 690, Anna and Ajara Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. All right, I got bad news
1: and good news, and it's totally personal. The bad news is it's raining pollen.
2: Yeah. Super aggressive today. I mean, it's unbelievable. It
1: the good news is I haven't started sneezing yet.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to appreciate it if you don't.
1: Because I don't know when it will click or come in. I did do a little bit of a <clears throat> workout outside, a little humble brag there. Flex. I mean, I feel good. Flex. But so I go outside, and actually. You can tell the, the yellow on the cars and outside on the table, out in the in the in the on back one eye. It's prevalent. Well, but that's okay. Like, all right, it's that time of year. Mm-hmm. Well, I put like a water bottle down and I put my phone on the table and I pick up my phone and the back of it is just completely yellow. So I okay, clean that up. And then the front of it, as I'm sitting there, I put it on a towel instead. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even work out very long. And <laughs> I mean, it's like all yellow on the front. I mean, it's amazing. It's seriously just raining out.
2: Oh yeah, of the sky, my pollen. car is covered right now. That's what you're And that was a like overnight. Car, is
1: that that's, uh, that's all because of this rain? Coos, is that how it works? That just because the meteorologist rain? Coos with some yeah, pollen.
0: why am I the one that's like? I was going like, to say, uh, but I we'll say
1: you know a lot of stupid
0: things. So well, I was going to say over the was was Brent here or were you guys out of the studio when it was raining? I think you were traveling
2: potentially. Yes, you were going up to see Probably. Trevor Lawrence's throw day, yeah. but the the little.
0: I don't know, a stream we have over here, it had rained, and the whole top layer of it was pollen. Like, it was just pollen, the whole little stream.
1: Yeah.
2: And then it rained, and it all went away, so.
1: Well, it's here. It's that time of year. I mean, that's okay.
2: Uh, it's going to happen. That's kind of what you get when you live in Florida. I mean, yeah, it's do you want to man. go to Dallas and have, you know, like 20-degree temperatures and a bunch of snow, or do you want the pollen? No, you I'll can't you, have everything. No, today
1: finally a beautiful day, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. you get tired of the rain, right? It's like 11 out of 15 days. I think it was seven days in a row, and today... It's a little depressing. A, Kayla's got a high school softball game tonight, man. I don't need any rain. There it is. We got to fix those fields. We need tarps around here, <laughs> uh, or artificial turf, or something like that. But uh, I, I need to see some baseball and softball this week. Is she on the mound tonight? I have no idea. Okay. You know, it's really a, it's going to be an interesting thing, both kids. And they play a lot on the same night. Mm-hmm. And we have no idea if they're playing. Like, you have, you know, she's pitching, Ty's playing, Kaylee's <laughs> play. You just don't know. So yeah. you're going to miss some things. we sure. got to split up. Okay.
2: So are you going to Kaylee's or
1: you going to Ty's? Well, tonight Ty doesn't have one. Okay, gotcha. So you guys are going to die. So tonight. tonight's easy. But Thursday and Friday they have... Both. Yeah, yeah. And I think I'm starting at ties until Kaylee gets mad. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because here's the deal. I like to get the video of the games. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, it keeps me from yelling at the umpires, usually. Good call. Uh, And secondly, I just like to have the video. I think a lot of the kids make good plays, and I'll send it to them and whatever. But the softball for Steph is easier to video, especially if Kaylee's pitching. Okay. Like, she can get that. Yeah. She can't get the baseball. Okay. It feels too big. Sure. So, and you can't do that off your phone. So you need, like, you need a professional. <laughs> I got you. Like me. I got you. So there we go. That's cool. It. Uh, it's kind of quiet
2: in, in around here. Uh, the Jags
1: add a couple coaches, but I'm to oh, the point. Well, listen,
2: man, we're getting teal jerseys. What do you mean it's quiet? It's exciting uh, it, right now. Is it, though, like?
1: Yeah, they haven't announced it yet, but I know you figured it out yesterday, and they finished the riddle today. Yeah,
2: uh, so well, Teal is primary. Yeah, they announced it, but they have to get twenty-one thousand retweets in order to actually oh, yeah, they make did that. Announce it. Yeah, and, and do you they think actually, they typoed that? Twenty-one thousand? Was it supposed to be twenty-one hundred? No, I'm sure it's twenty-one thousand. They really said twenty-one thousand. Listen, they're really trying. To, they got eleven thousand five hundred right now. They're trying to reach for the stars. I got a problem with it. I'm not going to do that. Don't tell me what to do, Jaguars Twitter.
1: All right. Well, here's the thing. If they get a suggestion, if they got a thousand, they'd still
2: make teal primary. No, of course. Like, listen, you guys are pot committed right now. Now, if you would have said uh, either you give us twenty one thousand retweets or it's gonna be gold jerseys, then you better believe I'm reaching out to all my celebrity (laughs) friends, which I don't really have any of them. But if I did, I'm like, you guys really got to help me out here and retweet this because I can't handle another season of mustard colored jerseys. Please retweet this. But as far as like the twenty one thousand, I'm not not worried about it. By the way, this poll. Never done a poll so dominating outside of the one, do you want
1: Raheem Morris to be the next head coach or not? Okay. Okay, and mm-hmm. that was 90% no and 10% People yes. People were pretty
2: passionate about that yeah,
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> they already they really, knew who he was. Sorry, Raheem. Yeah. I mean, eh? seemed like a great guy, probably maybe your Hall of Fame coach, but the Jags fans just didn't want it.
2: Weren't about that one. Uh,
1: not with the enemy out there, Urban Meyer out there. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think
2: the enemy mattered, but all right, go ahead. Well, I mean, you never know. But, uh, He's still an offensive coordinator, so. So anyway, today I said, do
1: you like teal as primary color for the Jaguars? We're up over 1,100 votes. 90% yes. For a long time, this was 100% yes. Yeah. And and not only that, the folks that are voting on here get emotional about the people that say no. Like they want they well, want names and numbers for okay. the people that said no.
2: And I want you to be honest here. Who was chasing more clout today? You with that question or Jaguar's Twitter trying to get 21,000 retweets? Because it's comparable. But of course, people want the teal to be the primary color cuz black was never a primary color. Like black is not the color of the Jaguars. We define them by teal. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not I wasn't clout chasing really. Yeah. I was okay no this okay. is actually
1: called what this is called it's called building a show ah, in TV I got so you So we go teal is primary yep. we have some responses on what we call a little tag board that's how we involve social media yeah. and then we do a poll question and surround say hey look the fans love it Yeah <laughs> I got you See that's called building a sports cast when well, let's just say not a whole hell of a lot is happening. That's why I do the radio side, man. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I, I mean, 90% is 90%. I mean, it's yeah. crystal clear. Why didn't the Jags just always stayed with teal?
2: Um, I mean, that's a fantastic question. I think that when they had, like, those two-tone helmets, then they might have thought more about the black primary color. Like, listen, I remember back in 2000, I think it would have been 2012, we switched over and it wasn't the primary color, but it was like an alternate color. We had the black jerseys. That's when uh, Shad Khan first came in, and like we were excited for black jerseys. You know, I mean, you can have like the blackout and game and everything like that. But like we were under the assumption that listen, teal is always going to be the the main color. It's what the city, in my opinion, is known for. So, uh, for them to go black primaries, I never really understood that. I'm glad to see that they're kind of going in a new direction. Obviously, with Urban Meyer coming in, and Trevor Lawrence coming in, they're trying to you know rebrand this whole thing. So better. Late than never, but uh, it's been a long time coming, in my opinion. Yeah, why
1: who came up with mustard at, at some point, and has that person been fired?
2: Listen, man, that's that's on you. That's uh, that's more of your pace to go figure out who that guy was because I have no idea who was responsible for that. All I know is that I thought it was an abomination with all the respect to the Jacksonville Jaguars, what? but like, I it, was, get it, really, it but... was funny though, too, because people like were trying to defend it, you know, because people were trying to like, yeah, you know what, I mean, the gold, he didn't, nah, horrible. Horrible jersey. So the funny thing is, right, Horrible. we get I, – I think it was the Jags, uh,
1: or it must have been the Jags, but somehow dropped the Bortles jersey off to mm-hmm. kind of promote it. Okay. Um, and then I want to say, like, I had it, and maybe we tried to auction it off somewhere, and I just bought it from the auction at the Dream 18 or, or something, you know, sure. one of those deals. And my buddy Martin from Palm Beach Autographs put it on a frame – uh, and we had got, so I got it autographed and, and which, so we could hang it up there. So I got the mustard yeah. <laughs> jersey portals <laughs> framed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You go a lot of
2: different ways there, but no, I got that. No, listen, That's listen, you're a collector. man. No wonder you're pushing for that dude to get a new no contract. Oh, yeah, he died on the hill. Oh, I was going to say, man, you pretty much uh, invested all your time and energy into that. I mean, I get, like, listen, was the mustard jersey good? In my opinion, no. But I felt like they kind of pigeonholed themselves a little bit because when they had like the dual colored helmet, uh, they were stuck, right? Like you could, you were going to go teal with the dual colored helmet for the color rush. You had to go gold. Yeah. And, and I've told this story before a little bit. Still convinced when, that the dual color, two tone helmet would be nah, way more popular nah, if they had man. won. Nah. If they had won like in 17 and nah. they won, more people would like There's it. There's no way. Cause I remember when they revealed them. I was there like at the, like the, the press conference to reveal yeah. this stuff. And I think they did, you did the jersey. I I didn't model it. Okay. Um, I forgot who I was standing next to too. But like, we're excited, man. Like, new jerseys. You know, new ownership, and like, Shad Khan seemed like a visionary. So like, this could be really cool here, and I can't wait to see it. And I remember. Because, like, we were kind of off to the side. There, there was models up there and everything, and, like, you guys were, you know, in the, in the front row because of the media. Of course so, we like, are. we were kind of kicked to the side. And I remember when I saw that two-tone helmet, <laughs> and I was kind of like. <laughs> more important uh, than those shoot picks. I remember, right? Right? And I remember when I saw that two-tone helmet, man, I was kind of like. Mm. You know, but you got to be excited. Because yeah, it's, like it's, hey, it's like your work uniform, so you got to be pumped up true. about it, especially with the new ownership. But I was kind of like, oh, no. What's interesting
1: is, like, that matte style. Yeah. Is now a style. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if, uh, but no, I'm not sure anybody wears it, but that mat look like, remember we saw, we were at uh, Fields Cadillac sure. and they had the, the Gator helmet. Oh yeah. That I was at Matt yeah,
2: There's a lot of schools that have the mat. They do. They wear it. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, not just it's, like a, it's a not like one-off a primary. Type. I mean, there's a lot of one-off mat colors, but as far as like a primary. Um, but they do wear it. Like yeah, they'll course. have a one-off thing. Of course. So yeah, my yeah. point being, and
1: that's relatively new, right? Yeah, like the past four or five years. That's what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. So if you take the Jags two-tone helmet, if they had just gone like this matte black, right, that kind of look, <sighs> yeah, just they well, might have been ahead. Like the one color. Oh, just the one color. They might have been on to something. Is my yeah, point.
2: Th- that would have helped things out. Yeah. The, the two-tone just, it was a, it was going to be a no for me, Brent. Yeah. It
1: was really the fade into the two-tone was, wasn't good enough either.
2: I mean, it was just the fact that you have a helmet that's two different colors, right? I mean, I, I don't know. What, I don't know what more you want me to say to you, man. It just to me, it wasn't a good looking helmet, whether you won a Super Bowl yeah. or not.
1: I got. I have. I've told you guys this before. Uh, I am like the worst uniform guy. I don't give a bleep. <laughs> I like. I really don't. But like, let's be honest, though, man. I like, really don't
2: care. But you, you play college ball. I did, and so I, like. You, you mean tell me you didn't care what kind of uniforms you had? Come on now, Brent. No, I did. Like See?
1: I, I got excited when I was playing. And when I uh, I remember in high school we got like that practice jersey more mesh yeah right yeah. in our senior year and actually got our name on the back like that was like a big wait, deal.
2: Wait, you had you had the mesh for your baseball jerseys? Well, yeah, it was like a
1: practice. One. It was like oh. uh, for like a BP. Oh, okay, jersey, I, I got you. Right? Oh, dang! And I was like, hey, we're you big had BP top, right? BP jerseys. And then on, dang. and then on uh, in college, like you had a lot of the hand me down uniforms, but we had one where we put our name on it. Okay, at, in the back, I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and we yeah. got like pinstripe look which was a new look uh, during my time in college sure and that was good yeah i mean heck now ty and kaylee they get like six seven uniforms but so if you're Crazy. playing it's one thing and and it's nice if you have a nice uniform i just am so surprised all the time at how much the fans eat it up I'm, again I'm not, the best. I'm not criticizing i'm just saying that's no, the best though it's pretty wild how excited they get yeah I mean, Jimmy Luck will announce what uniform they're wearing on Wednesday, yeah. and I think it's the most viewed exciting. thing Jaguars.com does. It's
2: exciting stuff, Brent. Brent, because it's it's cool, man. Like that's your team. You're you know your team's going to battle. That's their uniform, man. That's the war cry. Get excited about it a little bit. Churches and trousers. Shout out to Ryan Holland for the second day in a row. Yeah. Are you guys good?
1: I guess. Yeah. Okay, fine. man. Because You
2: sensing a little hostility, a little animosity? I
0: mean, when, I, when he said it yesterday, I erased his phone number from our book. <laughs> oh,
2: just get him out. Ah, fair enough. Nah, I love Rhino. I'm just kidding with you. But did you retweet the Jaguars to help spread the word? Because you're a celebrity. They, they probably paid you to retweet that, didn't they? I don't think I did retweet it. Oh, come on. Well, maybe Brent. Let me check.
1: Let me check. Come on, Brent. You, you have to do your our part. Station, I, didn't, I didn't catch it right away didn't. either. I didn't catch the fact that, like, they were going to need help getting 21,000. I, I didn't. It didn't compute to me. Like, they were (laughs) really trying to get 21,000. Oh, I got you. So, yeah, I didn't do it. I'm holding out till I get a sit-down oh, yeah. with Urban. Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sure that – sure, sure no, because no one – they're probably going to Venmo. No. Listen, Corporate no. show, Brent Martin. No, they're, they're going to Venmo you 200 bucks and you're going to retweet it. I said I was up at Clemson. I mean, Urban yeah. could have stopped by. Yeah. Didn't do it. I'm hey, not retweeting. Excuse, I'm just saying, save that audio right now because in about an hour when that Venmo clears, Brent's going to be retweeting. I'm are like, Brent, what happened? Uh, I mean, I just figured I'd come around and retweet it for him to you know, help the team out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I don't really How's think – that Venmo they, looking? I don't think they need me to retweet.
1: I mean they've got fifty three players and about a dozen of what they need is actually Leonard Fournette back for a minute. <laughs> if they could get Leonard and Jalen back for a minute, it Lenny would be okay. Lenny. Lenny. Uh, Retweet Lenny. I like it. Who's you big uniform guy? Oh, he's on the phone. Just got the phone He's got uh, he's he's doing his job. I, I, here's I, I get there are some really bad uniforms in sports. Sure, I still think one of the most underrated uniforms in sports, and maybe you see so you guys all pay attention to this stuff more than me, so maybe that's, it's not underrated. That but would I don't do, think Brent. it's talked about a lot. Okay, Is the San Francisco Forty ers Classic. I think a, no, it's classic, classic yeah. good mix uniform. Classic. I just think that's really good. Yeah, uh, and no, not many people mention it. Yeah, it, no, I you're, don't
2: believe, you're not wrong, you know? man. And it's cla- cause see, let's be honest, though. It's classic because they won so much in that kind of style, right? right? Like you think of like the the Lombardi trophies getting hoisted a little bit. I'm trying to think this year who's got the new uniforms leaking. I think Cincinnati's got a new uniform, which is crazy because how much can you do with that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they had the color rush ones where it was only like white and black instead of the orange. But I guess they're going to release a new uniform this year.
1: All right. Uh, So that would be cool. What do you say? Urban Meyer's on the line. He wants me to retweet Jaguars. Yeah, Urban's (laughs) asking if you could uh, retweet that (laughs) one. Is that who it is? It's either that or Trevor. Uh, Stephen's yeah. on the line said ah. Stephen got a uniform thing early in the show today. What's okay. up Stephen? You you like all teal. I uh, the uh, yeah, yeah I wish they uh, with uh,
0: they had good eyes.
1: Uh, yeah. All right Stephen, give us a buzz back. I think you're Stephen uh, calling from in a, in a submarine, submarine right, right now. He's calling from a submarine or a subway. <laughs> What's up with uh. that? <laughs> oh not <Great> like... sandwiches.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, oh, not the... Oh, I got you.
1: <laughs> you're talking about a real
2: subway. Yeah, yeah I'm not talking oh, about that. Hey, my bad, man. I'm not man. talking about the footlong <laughs> tuna. Okay. <laughs> my bad, man. I mean, we're in Jacksonville. I'm not sure how many subways are in Jacksonville. Know. I don't
1: right? know. Is Steven in
0: Jacksonville?
2: I don't <laughs> know, man. I feel like he's a Jacksonville guy, but I, got, I get what you're saying now. Okay. Oh, man. Sorry about that, subways.
1: All right. Well, you guys keep telling us about how much you love the uh, uniforms. Yeah. I'm glad you like them. Yep. Uh, and... So basically, what it means is they'll be able to wear that teal a few more times a year.
2: I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think especially at home, obviously. So instead of you know wearing the black at home, it'll probably be teal, which is go, cool.
1: You know, who I go to on these, the, what, like the go-to guy on social media. It's not Dilla. You and Dilla. What's up? Wow. Uh,
0: well,
1: it's it's made, okay because yeah. I mean, yesterday you said you didn't know who he was, and now you're bringing up my name. I so I mean, it's, it's made by Tim. Okay, so he's he he knows this stuff. Sure. He's locked in on this stuff. He's a okay. graphic design guy. Yeah, so it's kind of right in his it's wheelhouse. Right in his wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. So made by Tim, yeah, Jaguars moved back to teal as a primary since 2011 means a few things. A universal wrong has been righted. Mm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, and I agree. <laughs> took a decade. I agree. <laughs> it took a decade.
1: <laughs> Thankfully, the other one only took 24 hours last week. <laughs> uh, teal tops two to three more times a season. Okay. Giddy I'm going to believe you, made by Tim. Giddy up. Black tops go back to
2: special occasions. How does he know this and you don't, by the way? Because I told you I could give two points right. about Tim's, Tim's the official jersey guy of the Jacksville Jaguars. Yeah, there's a million of you jersey okay. folks. Oh, I'm wow. not one of them. Careful now.
1: Uh, you people. <laughs> you careful with that, people. Man. Yep. <laughs> Outside chance at finally wearing the throwbacks we've been begging for. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking about there. I
2: mean. And you, and you cover this team, huh? I don't and know. You know what he's talking about? You I know, know what know. the throwbacks of the, kind of like, with the gold trim? and like I'm talking oh, about you're the, the, the original. Yeah. Like the yeah, initial man. Jaguar? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You, you cool with that? So they've been begging yeah. for that there's...
1: throwback, and we haven't had that. Correct. I got you. Correct. Yeah, yeah. You probably have yeah. a card yeah. over yeah. there of like Mark Brunel cards. or something.
2: Yeah, there it is. Well, I have like 10 Mark Brunel cards up there. Mark, hey, good luck in Detroit, man. We're all pulling for you over here. Now we can talk about
1: Mark Brunel. Yeah. not a
2: competitor anymore. Now we can. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to be able to say his name and not get slapped by Brent or something like that. Or like a nice little hateful email that Brent sends. You can't say his name on the show. Yeah, I did not say that. No, didn't you didn't. Say
0: that. We,
1: actually, we, we always use this ID, actually. We call that an ID. Shout to Action Sports Jackson on TV. Oh, you really? I didn't even notice that. I got gotcha. you. Uh, Steven, what's up? Let's see if you out of out of the subway and maybe into a subway to get a sandwich. What's up? <laughs>
0: Hey, how you guys doing? Sorry about that. I was in a bad area and my phone cut out. You're good, man. Was that what happened? Uh, no, what I was gonna say is, uh, I love the idea of going teal, uh, as our primary. That's, that's our color, not anybody else's. But I figured they should just, you know, cut white from the home jersey. Just teal on teal, teal on black, black on black, and leave the white for, you know, away because it doesn't really mix well with the color jerseys. And I have one idea I want to get your opinion on. Uh, Since we do a military appreciation week or whatever, do you think maybe we could probably do something since we have the third largest naval base in the country? Like make an army camouflage kind of jersey just for one week and promote that service men and women get in at a discount? money maker right there <laughs> hey steven right,
1: uh appreciate the call man action sports shacks on espn 690 everybody welcome 904-362-9901 now listen we're in a navy town military yes. town so yes. probably wouldn't go army yeah. but i get what he's saying yeah like that's actually an interesting point like yeah. you know when they play the army navy game or navy army game depending yeah. on how you view it uh the those the, the unis they've come up with in the last ten four years oh are man freaking that's- awesome now it's a that's, a, that's one that I'll sign
2: up for. it's a spectacle
1: those helmets yeah. I think uh navy has recently wore I think it's navy uh I mean with a you be more specific <laughs> I think it is uh, yeah. I think well, it's what are you the, saying? I think I like the navy helmets more than the uniforms oh, like the, the army yeah yeah, blue with the planes and sure sure yep yep yeah. um I thought that's cool, yeah, it's really maybe cool. maybe the military appreciation could you deviate a little bit
2: more and and go more tribute and whether well, it's a helmet or or uniform was not the whole and maybe I'm wrong here remember like the stand united um, kind of uh, like what would you call it? I don't want to call it like a front, but it was like the the motto that year: the stand united with like oh, the, yeah, the jaguar yeah. shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that kind of military related? I think you're right. I think yeah. it did kind of give a nod to the military.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that's uh that's a good point. Now the shields have become popular, in, of course, all, all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's a good call. So, I, I would say to Stephen's point though, yeah. maybe the reason they don't go all in to that extent is because yeah. then do you have to go all in on other? months and days there's a lot that the nfl now celebrates so if you don't do it for one uniform wise are you going to get yourself in trouble it's a good call um it would be kind of cool though the mix
2: if you could somehow mix it in be a good one-off thing it'd be definitely a good one-off thing but i'm not sure if the nfl would really go for that i mean you, you have like the color well they had they had the color rush i think the color rush is gone now too um but it would be cool like you know, that one off night if it's like a thir- I'm sure it's gonna be a Thursday night game against the Tennessee Titans. But if they have that game, you know, <laughs> you Trevor can kind Lawrence. of uh, that's a good point, man. We're talking Sunday night. We're talking yeah. Monday night, man. Hank yeah. hey, yeah.
1: Williams Jr. coming back. Or a Thursday night against somebody other than Tennessee.
2: Exactly, man. We're talking big time now. But to echo Stevens uh, question too with the white jerseys uh, of not you gotta have the white jerseys, Brent. I like the white. I mean, yeah, they're okay. I don't mind the white jerseys, but... I call that clean these days. But, you know, I call Brent a competitive advantage, and, and I've shared this before. When it's, you know, in the middle of September, you're playing at home, and it's hot, and now you, you didn't buy into it, though. You know, we had this conversation before, and then what happened in Indianapolis? They came here and wilted. <laughs> They they wilted yes. week one because they were wearing blue uniforms. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying they wilted, right? Because they practice indoors and they're not used to that those Jacksonville temperatures. You you wanted to like listen, I feel like I was the guy talking about flat earth and Brent's like you're not you know, you no. Yeah. No, it did. The the weather makes a difference, yeah, man. You were right. So I'm saying when when it's September and it's you know ninety degrees outside, wearing those white jerseys can make the biggest difference.
1: please. I agree me. with you. I mean it did make a difference oh, in so twenty twenty. Na- oh, so I don't know what the hell happened now. the last twenty five years in
2: September but <laughs>
1: But it sure helped that day against
2: Indianapolis. I'm reminded when the Kansas City Chiefs came in here a couple years ago. I wasn't yeah. uh, on the Green Bay Packers. And yeah, 26-2, to two, it didn't yeah. seem to work. Hey, the, the Packers game was close, wasn't I, it?
1: Or not? Packers game was close. Yeah. I, I do think, um, you know, the heat should help you get to safety every now yeah, and again. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yes. You're at least guaranteed for one safety. Hey,
1: the quarterback carousel has kind of gone a little bit quiet. Yeah. Is there something wrong? Mm. Is the machine broken. Yeah. Or is this a low, and then we ramp back up in March? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can keep jumping in on the teal jersey if you want, but let's talk some football, talk some quarterbacks when we come back on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN Well, and
2: here's the thing. We're, we're going to actually need 1,000 retweets by the time we come back <laughs> yes. on or we're not going to do the show anymore. Sorry, guys. No. It's the way business is run these hey, days. so Let's hey. take the afternoon off. Maybe, maybe we'll see you. maybe we won't. <laughs> yeah. Probably. next. Next.
0: Probably not. Yeah, probably not. See you on TV tonight. <laughs> have a good rest <laughs> of your day,
2: everybody. Thanks for listening on ESPN 690.
0: Austin Lane. I
2: had braces. I still have my permanent retainer in. It's been knocked out twice. Brent Martineau. It's so it's twice. not once, stuck in there. Once, uh, <laughs> what? no,
0: it's not stuck so in there. it's not. Action Sports jacks on ESPN 690. Anyone who has followed Urban Meyer closely. Knew he would run into something like this at some point. I didn't think he would be before the opening of training camp, before the draft. But that's Urban Meyer. He doesn't care what you think or I think. He doesn't care about common sense or decency. He only cares about what he thinks. And it's the same thing that happened at Ohio State with Zach Smith. Totally different set of circumstances. But Urban Meyer believes in someone. He doesn't care what his advisors say. He doesn't care what the media says. He just does it. And this was far worse because... This wasn't enabling a favorite son of his, someone that he cared deeply about, that he was trying to help because of old family ties. This was someone who had been disgraced, who had been shipped out, sent packing by Iowa, and for Urban Meyer to say, yeah, I vetted him? Where did he vet him? Did he not read the accounts of why Iowa fired this guy? That is just so typical Urban Meyer, and it's one reason why I don't think this experiment is going to work in the NFL.
2: That is Paul wow. Feinbaum. Paul Feinbaum coming uh, coming out the gate hot. Still
1: mad that Urban Meyer left Florida in the SEC, apparently. Yeah, might
2: be. <laughs> might be now. Careful, Brent. You might be down this road on your own, man. I'm not going to mess with Feinbaum. That, guy, that guy's
1: got a crazy following,
2: bro. With some crazy fans. Yeah, that's fine. Bring him on.
1: Okay. Uh, the uh, By the way, I, I think the criticism... Urban's open to all the criticism in the world with the Chris Doyle situation. So, I mean... Feinbaum, I I don't know if I believe the last part of what he said, or that's why it's not going to work. Hmm. But I don't know if, in this case, you can be too different than what Feinbaum said at the beginning. I mean, listen, he wanted a guy in there, and he brought him in. He didn't really pay too much attention to everything else that might go on with it. I mean, that's kind of the reality of it. And. If he vetted him, who did he vet him through? Those are the conversations we had yesterday. Like, who's the checks and balances for Urban? Yeah, and we all know. Listen, Urban's
2: a win-win guy. But, I mean, no, I'm going yeah. to win. So, but Brent, come on. Like, we can't be looking at this through teal-colored glasses as well. Like, I'm I'm happy that Urban Meyer is here. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, the people that were doubting him before he got here, it's like, well, look what he did in a month. Like, we're already yeah. a month into this. Um, you know this. This process here, he hasn't met the team yet, and we're already talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars in a negative light. So, like, that's, like, where some of the criticism comes from, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I just don't think that means he's going to win or lose. No, sure, in the NFL, I think people are just saying, listen, he's been there for a month, he hasn't even played a game yet, look how bad it is. Yeah, like, they yeah. think that's going to correlate to the wins and losses. Yes. Yeah, we'll oh, see, like obviously. I said, fair criticism.
1: Yeah, I just in the early part of the criti- of Feinbaum's of statement is, is fine. And I think super fair. Uh, I think the last part is more opinion based. Yeah. And I I mean, I don't think he's going to be uh, at it's going to be a train wreck on the field for the Jaguars. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe that is wishful thinking. We'll find out. So. Uh, but that's the criticism he's gotten all across the board. I still think the main thing here, the, the main lesson for the Jaguar. well, there's probably a multitude of lessons, right? But I do think one of the big lessons here for the Jaguars is seriously, where are you going to check and balance Urban Meyer? Right. Where are you going to? You know, he's got blinders on. He's zoned in. He's locked in. He's intense about winning. He's going to do everything he can to win. But to be this much of blinders on in this instance says, okay, that raises a red flag. Now, let's make sure we're double checking on everybody who the guys they brought in today. Right. The guys they bring in next, the players they bring in. I understand winning is premium. Yeah. Right. It's paramount. That's why we brought over Meyer in here. That's fine. All that's fine. But you still have to be able to say, hey, this isn't a good idea. I don't know. If, let's talk about this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And that might not just be in the Chris Doyle situation. It could be in a variety of situations, you know, so uh because I, I believe and I've told a lot of people this. I think that he's about to flip the building upside down, you know, and I think there could be a lot of good with that. But there also could be some decisions that you get, get lost. And if there's nobody there to say, hey, wait a minute, Urban, well, then you're in trouble. You always have to have somebody say, hey, wait a minute, mm-hmm. whether it's Austin, Brent, Urban, anybody. Well, he can going listen to me, but yeah. No, I, yeah, but yeah. you have to – again, I feel like – I feel obviously, Shad Khan plays a major role in that. He does. How much of a role does Trent Balky play in that? Mm-hmm. But I also believe uh, – I really think Charlie Strong could play a big role in that. I think he trusts Charlie Strong. Uh, he obviously, he said his first hire he made, he's the right-hand guy. I mean, he was not afraid to say that. I think some people are afraid to say that be like, hey, yeah, this is my guy. Mm-hmm. Even though I just hired 28 others, this is my guy. Well, he put the faith in him to do that. He's got a chief of staff that's worked with him for a while. He, is he the guy to do that? So I I don't think we're going to see that day to day. I don't think that's going to be clear as day from outside looking in. But I think on the inside, that needs to happen. You know, that there and and whether it's with a hiring or a decision making thing, it just can't be Urban's way is always the right way. That's that to Feinbaum's point, hasn't always been the right way mm. uh, and has got, you know, from a perception standpoint at the very least, got him in trouble. And well, it did get him in trouble at Ohio State with the Zach Smith situation, got him suspended three games. Uh, and you just add all that up, and then you can add to stress and health issues and all the rest. So, uh, there's just got to be somebody there. I think that was the big story we had yesterday, the big conversation point. Who is that going to be? I don't know, but it better be somebody. It's got to be
2: Shad Khan. I think it's got to be Shot Khan because, listen, Shad Khan was the guy that gave Urban Meyer the keys to kind of do whatever he wants to do, it seems like. Well, you still gave him the keys, right? It's still your vehicle, it's still your house. So, with that being said, it's got to be Shot Khan, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and, and again, I think it's worth repeating the last time he gave somebody the keys and said, okay, you do it. And, uh, I mean, they're cheering you on. Sure. Tom Coughlin got 25% of the grievances and, and really, you know, and I don't want to put this only on Coughlin, but whatever happened there kind of set up the situation where the Jags went 1-15, lost some players, and, and now are in this situation. So don't do that again. If yeah. you want to sustain success, it's going to be a collaborative effort. It doesn't – it's fine if Urban's the central figure. That's okay. I agree with that. I think it should be. But it still has to be a collaborative effort, and it didn't appear like it was last week in terms of the staff um, as they vetted that one out. Either that, or they all miscalculated, which is hard to believe. If they all miscalculated on the Chris Doyle front, hey, Trevor Lawrence, uh, we knew he was going to have surgery on his non-throwing shoulder. He had it today, according to Tom Pellicero, and uh, it's a success. And now,
2: why didn't you go to the to the the waiting room to see what was going on? <laughs> yeah.
1: Honestly. Uh-
2: What's up, well, because man? Because
1: I still I still haven't seen if it was Dr. Andrews. It's got to be Dr. Andrews. I know. You're it's convinced, be. Dr. Andrews, like, convinced It's Dr. Andrews is Dr. The Andrews the only doctor
2: in the world. He's the best one in the world <laughs> when it comes to shoulders and knees. <laughs> so I, maybe There's, it was. Well, that's fine. Right, send him to L.A. and let him go get that doctor that gave... Uh what you would call it a shot in the in the ribs? <laughs> no, don't do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's other doctors. Listen, that guy's a doctor, all right. So there's Doctor Andrews, and then there's a Chargers team doctor. So I'm just saying, like, oh, there's better. Yeah, there's 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 no better doctor than Doctor Andrews, but there's a lot worse ones.
1: <laughs> it's a lot in between. There's a lot Tyron in between. Taylor's
2: doctor <laughs> and Dr. Andrew's Doctor Andrews.
1: There it is. Yep. Bottom line is, Terrell Lawrence has surgery. Now the rehab process begins. Sure. I think what I saw him say in a couple, like uh, six weeks or so, he thinks he'll be able to throw it. Mm-hmm. And but four to five months is he all clear, all clear, like he'll do a lot in between. Um, I'm sure a lot cardio. I'm sure a lot of the lower half, uh, you know, in terms of in the weight room. Mm-hmm. But then all clears, all systems go four to five months. And again, it is interesting. The whole Urban Meyer part of that suggested, hey, if you if you get it done earlier, You'll be ready to roll, yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how the story was told, at least at the uh, pro day on Friday at Clemson. So I think that's really good news uh, for for Trevor Lawrence. It's it still surprised me. I, I said this Friday, and maybe not enough, or maybe too much. I still surprised me that he looked pain free mm-hmm. for a guy that is going to surgery on Tuesday. With his left shoulder looked absolutely pain free. Like I could not sense any discomfort. Not only throwing the ball, but just. I, I think a couple of times I saw him lifted up and whether it was to brush back his hair or scratch his face or something, you know, yeah, yeah. it just looked pain free. So yeah. uh, he's obviously got to clean up in there and, and, and got it done today. So Trevor Lawrence is uh, good to go. We hope now it's uh, rehab time and uh, for him, the good news there, too, is if we don't have an off-season or if we do have an off-season, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be a part of it either way uh, from an on the field standpoint. Yeah. You know, so if they if they miss OTAs, well, guess what? Trevor Lawrence is missing OTAs anyway. We still don't know the latest on that. I would assume that would come around free agency time when the league year starts on what the NFL is going to do with OTAs, working mini camps um, and uh, regular mini camps, too. Speaking of, we have a little bit of a low right now in the quarterback carousel. What's going on with Carson Wentz? Uh, what's going on with maybe Dak Prescott, right? He, yeah. he seems like he's gaining a little bit more attention. You know, we had the Russell Wilson stuff. That's died down. Mm-hmm. Still think that was a fad. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is is happy in Green Bay. Sure. Uh, Goff and Stafford have traded places. Mm-hmm. But outside
2: of that, I mean, what are we doing? What What's going on? Why is it so quiet? See, with, with the Dak Prescott situation, I feel like this one's going to be kind of drawn out a little bit because, once again, it comes down to money for Dak Prescott, right? He's going to be probably asking to be at least the, probably the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL with inflation and, and whatnot. And when you look at the Cowboys right now and what they got, like, I get it. The Cowboys this past season, uh, they're an embarrassment. Let's be honest. That, that whole division – no bueno. Now, obviously, when Dak Prescott goes down, the team took a big hit. But I still think the Dallas Cowboys are in a position to possibly make some noise in the playoffs. And essentially, they're one healthy Dak Prescott away, I think, from going to the playoffs. So it begs the question, is Dak Prescott worth, you know, making him a top three highest paid quarterback in the NFL? What do you think about that?
1: I would if I was Dallas. You're almost like pot committed. I feel like. It. Right. I well, feel like. But now listen, they've got a, there's a little buyer beware. Because look what just happened with like the Rams, mm-hmm. they signed this big deal. Look what happened with Philly, signed this big deal. Because why? They're pot committed. They kind of had to. Well, when you get into the situation where you have to, well, look what can happen on the other side. Bottom line is, I think Dak Prescott's resume is a little bit better. I feel like there's a fit there, and and. I think ultimately the reason they are pot committed is because they already are pot committed with those guys on offense. Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, you paid them. What else are you going to do? You either go get a veteran guy that you like, or you bring Dak back and and you try
2: this trio out and hope it works. Did you see? It's about a week ago now that when the Dallas Cowboys released their like 2021 season hype video, that Dak Prescott wasn't involved he in, that. Was in that. Yeah. Do you think that was intentional, or was that was like kind of like a mistake? Because to me, that screams intentional. There's no such thing
1: as a mistake in that. Yeah. that's it, Again, that has to go through approval processes. Sure. And there wasn't one person that said, where's Dak? Yeah, exactly. Hey,
2: Where's <laughs> like, the quarterback of our uh, team, everybody? Yeah, how do you make a hype video without a quarterback? Yeah. Well, so was you, it Andy Dalton loaded? So you say, <laughs> it might have been. I don't know. Maybe they had like Troy Aikman coming back like a Troy Aikman hologram. Like, you know, it's like a 25-year anniversary or something like that. No. There's I, something I think it's the very, Cowboys uh, don't
1: like about Dak.
2: When you say cowboys, you mean Jerry Jones, right? You don't well, think Jerry. I mean, it's because the cowboys to be are Jerry Jones.
1: Yeah, I guess. I yeah. Mean, but now is it is it McCarthy that's not sold on him? I mean, McCarthy didn't really have him last Listen, year much.
2: He was impressive in that first month. But there's a lot of people. Okay, well that's fine. McCarthy's not because there's a lot of cowboys fans that aren't sold on Mike McCarthy either. I, I so get welcome it. to that club.
1: Listen, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying I. If you go back to this thing mm-hmm. for the last year and change now with the Cowboys, there's just something that doesn't fit. Like, why aren't they all in? Why aren't they even in the media? Jerry loves the media <sighs> stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. Is he just trying not to lose leverage? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. It just feels like there's something not fully on, uh, fully connected. I'm not saying they're, they're totally off and it's going to be this divorce, but I just don't well, feel like it feels all in uh, on, on Dak Prescott. There's just like this hesitation. Well, you,
2: you gotta ask yourself too with Jerry Jones. Like, listen, this is a guy that just paid Ezekiel Elliott, right? And remember that, remember that whole thing back and forth where Jerry Jones, like, yeah. who's that? And then, you know, yeah. so like, that was big in the media. And then, Zeke and by the paid, way, Jerry went well, wrong to hold out on that because well, that's a was, bad deal. I'm gonna say now, yeah. So, Ezekiel Elliott this past season, not that good. So, is, you know, is there a little buyer's remorse now from Jerry Jones of how he's spending his money? And it's like, the last thing I want to do is make Dak Prescott the top three highest paid quarterback in the NFL, maybe.
1: Well, and you think about it like this, right? You just said pot committed. Like, mm-hmm. you get forced to make moves. They almost had to do something with Ezekiel Elliott, right? you got to keep uh, your your big players happy. I he's, mean, he's a very good player. Him? He's a top yeah. five guy. Yeah. But in hindsight, it's not looking good. You had to pay Amari Cooper. You know why? Because of what you gave up to get him. You rented him, essentially, yeah. for a year with that trade or half a year. It would be like and, the Rams not re-signing Jalen Ramsey. Exactly. Yeah. So you had to do that. Well, now you're almost like Jerry Jones... Is a businessman, right? I know he's an owner, but he's a businessman. And the worst thing you want to be with a businessman is forced to do something. Well, he's kind of forced himself to sign as E.K.O. Elliott yeah. and Amari Cooper, maybe for more than he even wanted to. And I, I, that's why I get the feel there's a hesitation with Dak Prescott, like, okay, we want the guy, we love the guy, but I don't love the guy that much. Yeah.
2: But, but, no, no, I hear you, man. But you got to keep in mind, like, this isn't a, a running back situation. This is your quarterback. Yeah. It's supposed to be the leader of your franchise. You know, he's the he's the general of the locker room, and you know to sit here and kind of slow play it. I wonder how that's going to affect the team dynamic. Well, you lose
1: a little bit of leverage
2: when you have a serious injury like that, too, don't you?
1: I mean, yeah. it feels like you do. I mean, we can't just dismissed the injury. That was a nasty injury. Mm -hmm. And I know he looks good. I think he's going to be fully recovered in the next two months. But still, uh, that's a big-time injury, and you always wonder how a guy comes off, something like that. Is Prescott... And Wentz, are they the next two dominoes? Like, does nothing move until we see those? Or yeah, is there something else? I mean, else? obviously
2: there's Jimmy Garoppolo. There's Garoppolo. Garoppolo but it, let's be honest, though. Does Garoppolo do a lot for you? No, he doesn't. I'm just yeah. wondering
1: what move yeah. kind of spins the carousel again. I think it's going
2: to be Carson Wentz is, the, is the, carousel, the carousel spinner, if you will. Um, and I, I, I'm still going to be watching the, the Colts here. Yeah, just because I think they have they have a lot of capital, they have a lot of money, right? I mean, they do a ton of money. Why wouldn't you pull the trigger on a quarterback trying to get you over the hump? I I just don't think they're going with Wentz. I think the Wentz stuff was like the Wilson stuff. When, I, I don't think the Colts Wentz, do that. I think
1: Wentz is staying Philly. Uh, Sam I Darnold, that's where I had him going in the beginning. Well, you could go Sam Darnold. There's plenty of guys available this year's draft. Uh, I also think Garoppolo could be in play there.
0: Yeah,
2: um, but. I just don't think it's Wentz. Hey, real quick before we go to break here, uh, we got a fantasy football question: Trevor Lawrence or oh, Joe Joe Burrow next year for our fantasy teams? Who are you taking? I'll homer up and go Trevor. I'm going Trevor too. Uh, I think he's got the he's got a better uh, floor because of his ability to run. And Joe Burrow, we're not sure if he's going to be back week one yet. Yeah, so. uh, that's what I'm saying. He might miss the first couple so, of games yeah, next year. Yeah. So uh, Keaton Tucker, we're taking Trevor Lawrence
1: and a baby. Yeah. We agree. We agree on fantasy something.
2: guru Brett uh, Marco Be back on
1: Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six tonight.
2: I don't think there's anyone to blame in this situation. I think it's an organizational mistake, the way this thing has all played out. And again, I have great respect for Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson, End up being the fall guy in this situation after winning a Super Bowl three years ago, going to the playoffs two years ago and winning a game. And I've said this, I think Doug deserved another opportunity to right the ship. I think Carson Wentz deserved another opportunity to right the ship. But it doesn't look like it's going to go in that direction now. The Eagles have to move in clearly, clearly a different direction that they intended to move in going into the last season clearly it's somewhat of a mess right now
1: that's jaws ron jaworski talking about the philadelphia eagles situation you know here's here's the deal i just don't see the situation where they get rid of both guys this is what always drove me nuts about the coughlin ramsey and Gakway stuff you lost them all it's like pick a side and get rid of them then Yeah. And then stick with the other one. Why would you? And again, I don't even know. It's a totally different situation. I don't know how the fallout with Wentz and Peterson is, but obviously there's something that they're not on the same page. So Lurie doesn't like the direction Peterson wants to take the the ship, Mm -hmm. so he fires him. Well, I assume part of that direction had Wentz in the plans or not. So I, I just don't get how you lose both guys. I well, I don't yeah. think they are either. I still think Wentz is staying. I think Wentz is going to be in Philly. Now, whether they want them there fully or not, I think they're not going to get the deal they want for, for Wentz at the very least. I believe he'll be in Philadelphia uh, this fall.
2: I think with Doug Peterson, why that marriage didn't last too long in Philly was because Doug Peterson wants to do his own thing. and doesn't like to be told what to do. Um, and that includes that? by GMs and ownership. I think Doug Peterson has, has an idea of what he wants. And if someone tries to go against him, you know, he, uh, he reacts off that, let's just say, in the nicest way possible. I think with Carson Wentz, obviously, there was a little problem with Doug Peterson. But then as it progressed, and Doug Peterson was like, oh, I still think, like, there's a little ill will towards the Eagles organization uh for what happened with Doug Peterson. So while Carson Wentz may be the quarterback this up and coming season, I still get the sense that that's not where he wants to be. You gotta know when to hold him, know when to fold him. Yeah, Kenny Munz said. Kenny
1: Rogers, I hear you, man. And and that's an interesting thing with Wentz. Like when do you give up on him and say, Okay, go get a different change of scenery or yeah. you know what, we can fix this. Yeah. We can fix this thing. So uh I that's not an easy answer. Yeah. I understand that, but uh, they've got to figure that out. South Beach Gary on the line. Let's get him in uh, before the uh, top of the hour. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. What's up, man?
0: Boy, guys, the NFL's got their own soap opera, don't they? they? Between Jacksonville, Philadelphia, and Houston?
2: I mean, my goodness. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> but, but, uh, guys, I think uh, Adam Shafter, Brent, said that he expects Wentz to be dealt with in the next
0: couple of weeks, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, watch listen, your piece. Watch he knows more than me. Be patient. He knows more than me. Did he say watch my piece and cue? Yeah, that's a that's an Australian special right there coming at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two piece coming at you. Better, better lower that head a little bit. We'll we'll see. Schefter's probably
1: more right than I am, um, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's deal so it has to work, my friend.
2: Austin, I have a coaching question for you. How much time would you generally
0: spend with your position coach versus the the D coordinator and and meeting with the whole team. How is that generally broken down the dynamic of that?
2: Uh, That's a good question. We'll answer that. Thank you, South Beach, Gary. So, yeah, he he brings up uh, an interesting point here. Like in terms of a daily ritual, right, a, a, a daily thing, how much time is with the head coach, defensive coordinator, and my position coach? You know, I mean, obviously, I spend time with four different teams, but for the most part, it was always the same. You spend the least amount of time with your head coach. Now, obviously, with Urban Meyer being on the offensive side of the ball, this could be a little different now, right? Um, Obviously, with Andy Reid and even like with Jack Del Rio, though, you know, like they're the head coach. Did Del Rio poke in? Uh, every once in a while, but nothing too much, man, okay. because like, he's a defensive-minded guy, but it's still his job to run the team. Yeah. It's not his job to, to make the calls. So with that being said, uh, head coach is the last, And then, so let's say on a three-hour day of meetings, you would probably spend realistically maybe 30 to 45 minutes with your uh, head coach as a team. And then you'd break up in your position, or in your, your group, so offense versus defense. I would say half of that time, or a little less than half that time is spent with your coordinator and then the majority of the time will be spent with your position coach so, position, so coach. position coach first coordinator and then head coach
1: and what does uh it is a good question i mean i'm sure Head coach, I don't even know if we need to answer this because it's probably just an overseeing type of thing. What does the coordinator offer in that time
2: so that the, the position coach wouldn't? So the, the coordinator is really big during during the regular season in terms of game prep and stuff like okay. that, what kind of blitzes you're going to throw in, what kind of calls you're going to make, um, kind of like who you have to stop. That lies more on the coordinator. And obviously if they have to clean up some stuff too, they're going to clean up some stuff as well. But your position coach is where you get actually coached up, obviously. right? Uh, you have to fix your, your stance here, work on your footwork, work on your hand placement. What were you thinking here? That always happens with your position coach more than anything.
1: There was, it's interesting because if you don't like your position coach, that can make going to work not fun. Who are you telling? Who yeah. hey? Who are you telling? So there's there, <laughs> one of the the theories on that I heard. and yes. know, I know I, I'm going to just say this, and I probably maybe shouldn't say it. Wow, well, I'm going to say it anyway, but that i had heard about even telvin smith that he wasn't a big fan of his linebacker coach yeah uh it was collins i think yeah and, and so like was that one of the things that kind of well, turned him off or made him less energetic and, and enthusiastic yeah. about playing i don't know if it was the only reason but that was one of the things that i had heard and so no, it makes sense it's tough to go to work every day if you don't like who you're working it with
2: it makes sense well, it's well, also I'm, tough to turn down 10 million dollars <laughs> no no <laughs> No, it definitely is. But listen, you spend the most time with your position coach. And if you guys don't get along and if, there's, if you don't gel, it could make for a very, very long season. And that could eventually lead to an exit. Absolutely.
1: One reason or another. Sure. Either side pushing that exit yeah. button.
2: I mean, it's funny because we always talk about, you know, the head coach being involved with the culture. And yeah, obviously it starts with the head coach. But when you spend the most time with your position coach, you got to make sure that guy is fitting in with your players as well. Yeah, on the same page. No yeah.
1: doubt. Uh, we'll be back. Action Sports Jackson on ESPN 690.